0: Hey, everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything. Kratom. Got a few bits of housekeeping here today before we kick it off this morning. Um, First bit is, got an interesting comment over the weekend that I thought I'd read out loud to you all, or at least part of it. Um, This person says, the fir- your first three podcasts are about, quote-unquote, veins, and then a couple of question marks there. Uh, kratom leaves are not, in all caps, not separated by vein. That's fake. A marketing myth. It's all the same pile of leaves. Red vein is just usually oxidized or fermented powder to make it turn reddish. Um... A green-colored red is just called a red because some people buy reds. Think batches and colors, not strains and veins. So I thought that comment was interesting. Just wanted to share it with you all. Um, I started this podcast because, you know, I don't really have much of a Kratom community that I've been able to find, and I have a hard time finding information about it. So I thought that this would be kind of a good journey for me as well as for anyone else who wanted to listen in. So I really appreciate comments and, always want to take those into consideration as I'm learning more about Kratom, Um, and I have heard a lot about different, uh, you know, fake types of Kratom or, um, you know, skepticism around certain websites when it comes to what they're selling, uh, and that uh, it's really just some of it's lying just to get money, so, you know, I certainly know that's out there, and then I also know that different Kratom types really do affect me very differently. And um, so I think there's some merit to what this person's saying and I thought I'd throw it out there. Um, you know, it actually reminds me of how, you know, black tea, green tea, oolong tea, you you could make any of those teas out of the same tea leaf. It just depends on the process, which I, I find interesting, like super fascinating, actually. Uh, but it makes sense when you think about it. So um, all interesting stuff. And I'm always excited to learn more and to take uh, what listeners uh, have to say to into account. So thanks for that comment. And uh, the second bit of housekeeping is that we were going to talk about some green varieties of Kratom today, but we're actually going to be pushing that off maybe to, till tomorrow because today we have um, a special guest with us today that is going to be talking about their experience uh, with Kratom. So I'm really excited to have our first conversation here today. So let's welcome him. Tristan, thank you for joining us uh, and welcome to Everything Kratom. (laughs) Thanks so much for having me. It's great to have you here. And I'm excited to hear about your experiences with Kratom, both in the past or in the present currently. But first, it'd be great to get... You know, just some general background to learn a bit about who you are uh, and where you come from. We'll take it from there. So maybe just to start things off, you know, wh- where are you from in the country?
1: Sure, I'm from the great state of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> great um, state of Texas. I know the Lone Star State.
0: <laughs> um,
1: went to college a couple of years back. I'm 22, and my name is Tristan. Hi, everyone.
0: That's cool. I I actually have, uh, my whole mom's side is from Texas. So I've been there a few times and have some relatives from there. And then you went to college uh, a few years back. So are you finished with college?
1: Yeah, I graduated May 2020.
0: Cool. Heck of a year to graduate. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. Yeah. 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 What, What kind of things were you taking in college? Did you have a specific focus you really enjoyed?
1: um i i went into college kind of with the mindset of trying to um get a job as soon as possible and i wasn't really sure what i wanted i knew i liked money and i liked the stock market so i decided mm. to go with finance kind of as a safe choice and then see what i really wanted to do when i got a job um, so that's the degree i ended up with
0: and uh since You finished college last year. I mean, with the whole pandemic and everything, the whole job market's been completely upended. So it's certainly an abnormal environment to be kind of leaving college and entering the workforce. Did you end up finding anything or are you kind of in between college and whatever is next?
1: Um, Kind of in between college and what's next. I have a pretty bad chronic pain, so I'm not able to work at the moment. So it's been a lot of uh, rehabilitation. I had back surgery uh, a couple months after I graduated college. So it's kind of wow. seeing what's next, might go back to college, uh, might have start a job here soon. Not exactly sure yet.
0: Wow. So, and was that uh, kind of like a, a condition that's developed over time with your back where you had, or did you have a specific issue that kind of came up?
1: It wasn't a specific issue i just started noticing um some like sciatic pain which is where it goes from your back down to your uh trunk um and then it started just getting worse and worse and worse until surgery was a requirement wow so no like real accident started it
0: and did did the surgery go well at least
1: Somewhat, There were some good points, some bad points. The pain isn't getting any worse, but it didn't really get a whole lot better. Um, um, so kind of a mixed bag, like a lot of back surgeries end up.
0: Yeah, yeah. So coming out of that, I'm assuming that you kind of were... Exploring different remedies for pain or your doctor was prescribing you potentially something? What, what, what kind of happened in that department?
1: Yeah, it, it was a lot of experimentation um, with my doctors and trying different medications. Uh, eventually ended up on opioids, um, which increased a lot. And then um, most recently, my pain's been really under managed. So I used Kratom Uh, recreationally in college a couple years back. So I decided to start that again recently. And that's been a big help. So you
0: used it recreationally uh, beforehand. And was there a specific reason why you decided to stop using it a few years back?
1: Mostly just the side effects. Um, I enjoyed how it made me feel, but I'm one of the people that gets bad hangovers, which I've never heard of someone else getting. But I don't know if like the serotonin gets really depleted in the brain for me or um, I can be pretty sensitive to antidepressants. I've noticed Croton has that kind of like antidepressant property. Maybe that's it.
0: Yeah, maybe I've heard of, I've heard a little bit about people getting hangovers from it. I personally haven't really experienced that. maybe once but but I couldn't really tell if it was that or if I was just dehydrated and it was just as simple as that but um so that's interesting do you know what type of or types of kratom you were trying when you were getting those hangovers and you decided to stop using it
1: um it was with kind of all the strains but I mainly stick to greens Mm -hmm. Uh, my favorite was super indo I believe it was called Um, Uh, from a pretty reputable source. Um, So I don't think that was the issue, but.
0: uh. And when you were doing it recreationally, did you know, you know, uh, how much you were taking, like a few grams or did did you ever measure it? Um, I I know I didn't measure it for a long time anyway, so I wouldn't know if anyone asked me.
1: (laughs) Uh, It was definitely more than I should have been doing. Um, hmm. It was a couple grams a couple times a day, um, hmm. often with maybe a one or two gram redose, dose uh, maybe once a day.
0: Okay, so that's really interesting. So then you you stop taking uh, cra- uh, kratom for a while. Um, some people say kratom, some people say kratom, and I don't know which one it is. <laughs> uh, but um, anyway, sidetrack. So you stopped taking Kratom around then, and then you finished college. You have this back surgery, which is a major ordeal. And then um, and then you're prescribed some opioids. And you said that though, was it before you started to try Kratom again for the pain that you, you had these opioids and the prescription kind of went up in level?
1: Um, that was kind of before the back surgery was when it went up in level, oh. obviously right after the back surgery went uh way up and then went down a lot um went off of opioids onto suboxone for pain um and then i've recently gotten back onto opioids but at a much much lower level than i used to be um, so my pain's been really really high um, and my doctor she said she won't increase it at all so i felt pretty desperate and Kratom seemed like the best option.
0: Mm. So, and, so you decided to try kratom again, and you went with the uh, red variety.
1: Yeah, I or, heard that was the best for pain relief.
0: Yeah. So, you had? Did you have some specific types of reds that that you went for right away, or was it just kind of like whatever you know this site or that site had that you knew about?
1: Well, I had done a lot of research in the past. Um, The first kind I got was whatever the smoke shop had while I waited Mm. for my shipment to come in. I had a favorite uh, Kratom website, Happy Hippo. And I kind of got what was on sale and what looked good. Uh, Some of the strains mentioned like physical rejuvenation, something to that extent. and I thought those were good to go for. Like I tried Red Bali, uh, Red Chocolate, Hippo, and another one I don't exactly remember. Mm. Um, But I haven't noticed much of a difference between them. It could be maybe I'm taking a little more and it's kind of hard to notice the subtleties between them.
0: Yeah, I I can relate to that. I do, I find that sometimes once one type of crime is completely different from another and i talk a little bit about the different reds that i've tried in the red episode last week but i know that other than the few reds that i really have tried a number of times and know about you know how it affects my body i find that sometimes it's harder for me to to identify the differences in um specifically with red varieties so that's interesting that you find that um are you taking about the same amount uh, for the pain that that you were taking kind of in a recreational level a few years prior?
1: Um, probably about the same amount, except I would say I dose less often. Most days it's twice a day, about five to six grams, Mm. um, where earlier it would be like maybe three or four, two and a half, three grams, but I would redose after maybe two, three hours to continue the effects. And now I just kind of try to ride it. I I found it lasts maybe about six hours for pain.
0: Mm, Okay. And you're experiencing pretty intense pain. So does it, you know, from a one to a 10, how much does, does it help?
1: Well, I'd say my pains at around an eight out of 10 um, without any, well, on the current uh, low-dose opioid I'm on. And then after Kratom, it's about um, maybe around a four or a five. Wow,
0: so that, that's a significant help, it sounds like. Cuts it in half.
1: Yeah, it's it's really been a, a big lifesaver. I don't know what I would do these past couple weeks without it.
0: Wow. And you're... and So, and your doctor doesn't want to prescribe you a higher level of the opioids that you're taking, like in in an ideal scenario, would you rather have a higher level of the opioids and not use the Kratom, or are you kind of happy with this combination?
1: I'd say like in an ideal world, Kratom would be like a tolerance break from real opioids. Um, Longer term, I'd rather be on it, but just the side effects and the hangover for me is really bad. So my, Mm. my plan is to switch doctors and hopefully increase the dosage and maybe alternate days or, um, one month, uh, take Kratom one month, take pills. Kind of see how it works out. I'm not sure yet. Exactly. I'm, I'm pretty new to Kratom again. This is about week two.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's really new. Well, it's really interesting to hear about, um, how you've been managing your pain with it and um, and in conjunction with the opioids. And I know a lot of uh, things that I see on the internet or, or comments from people when it comes to opioids is like uh, someone's addicted to opioids and then they're using kratom to not use opioids. But I, I haven't really seen much material or, or much con- many comments from people talking about how they use it in conjunction with each other, specifically for pain management. So it's, it's really interesting to hear about your experience with that. Um, and so do, do you have any other friends or do you know of any other people in your area or your personal circle that, that knew about Kratom or, or uses it themselves?
1: Um, my best friend and roommate actually introduced me to Kratom. Um, hmm. and a couple of my other friends used it but they stopped um, and he's been continuously using it for a couple of years now uh, hmm. from my understanding pretty much daily at kind of lower dosages for anxiety and um, like energy and just to feel a little better
0: oh I see do you find that you get the same sort of so it sounds like you kind of do get the same sort of hangovers from time to time. With the, the past couple of weeks, have you been experiencing that?
1: Yeah, the hangovers are pretty constant. When I wake up, um, if I wait to take kratom, I can definitely feel it. Um, sometimes I wait to try to kind of wait out the pain a little bit. It's just only about six hours, so I, I try to kind of time it so that. Uh, when I'm most active is when the Kratom is working the strongest.
0: mm mm-hmm. So you've been using the, uh, these red varieties for the past couple weeks. Uh, have you found the effects to wane over that time? Does it, does it, do you have to take more of it since you did when you started two weeks ago?
1: Um, a, a little bit more. Um, before i was taking maybe uh so sorry my dad walked in uh (laughs) four and a half um to five grams and then now it's more like five and a half um i started off at a lower dosage but just noticed it was too stimulating for me
0: Mm. and this this is still with the red it was too stimulating at a lower dosage that's interesting and kind of switching gears here looking at the have you been following at all this potential regulation or uh scheduling of of kratom from the fda at all
1: um i have are you talking about the 2017 i believe it was or the new uh who one (laughs) so you've kind of been following both i i was thinking
0: of of the more recent who one but the 2017 or 16 one yeah That was something else as well
1: (laughs) happy it didn't happen at least
0: (laughs) my goodness yeah I mean that I think that was the only time where was it the DEA I think that the emergency ban that they had set up that is the first time they've ever repealed an emergency ban before it took place really interesting
1: just so many people kind of amazing the creative advocates definitely won that day
0: yeah and you know I hadn't that's kind of when i realized it was a bit of a bigger thing than i thought because up until then i knew about a few handful of people personally who used it i only saw i never did extensive research up to that point but i didn't you know i didn't really have any sort of like online kratom community or anything so when that happened i was just amazed when this New York Times article comes out and it shows, you know, like military service members and doctors and lawyers and college people and janitors and all walks of life coming forward and saying, no, you can't get rid of this. <laughs> it's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, um, it's such a so useful you, medication and prohibition never works.
0: Yeah, so, you, so that's kind of answering my next question, which is what you kind of think about it. It seems like you're n- not in favor of of any sort of like real restriction on it?
1: Yeah, for the most part, I do wish there was like a Kratom pill, kind of like how you have a hydrocodone pill, uh, Mm. something that maybe isolated the alkaloids in it. Um, Because Kratom has so many different effects. Sometimes one person might only want one effect or another effect out of it, but I know that can be really hard to do and would probably drive the cost up and no big pharma company would probably invest in it
0: oh oh so you're yeah that's interesting so you're talking about actually isolating certain properties within certain types of kratom that do certain things but not even just like uh you know the main thing that acts on your receptors that make you feel the general <laughs> buzz that is kratom <laughs>
1: that's yeah, pretty interesting pretty much yeah. I don't know if that could actually happen one day. Probably not. But one can dream.
0: Well, that's really interesting. I love hearing about your experience with this. And, um, you know, I'm hoping that your your pain gets better. And, uh, it, wh- you know, one other question I have before we kind of wind things down here is what it, what are the laws in Texas? Are there any restrictions on Kratom in Texas?
1: I don't believe so. Um, The only thing I can think of is uh, at the local smoke shop, they would ID to make sure you were above 18. And I think in some shops they say 21, but I was always above that age. So I never um, really wondered about that. It's pretty easy to buy online um, as well. I don't even think they check IDs Um, Like they do with like vaporizers nowadays and e-cigarettes, so it's pretty free here, I think.
0: And you know, I completely spaced out and forgot to ask you: How is it that you take kratom? Do you take it as a tea, or do you just kind of like toss it and wash it, or how do you take it?
1: it? Is the toss and wash where you mix it with water?
0: I always heard the toss and wash is like you have some in your hand, you literally toss it in your oh, mouth and you yeah. a of water.
1: <laughs> I, I tried that once and almost choked. It, it was <laughs> yeah. it made me gag and <laughs> ne- never again. And that was like two grams. No, I I usually just mix it with water. I've, I've heard tea is a little stronger and better. Um, mm-hmm. I've been wanting to try that. I just need to buy some lemons for it.
0: Yeah, lemons definitely can help. That and honey and Totally. Yeah. Well, I've definitely been in the situation where I, I, it's funny. Sometimes I have to travel for work. And one time I was in a hotel room and I had to leave the hotel to go to a meeting. And I, my coworker was coming over to like stop by and we were going to walk there together. And I thought I had a few minutes. So I did a toss and wash. And some of it got stuck in the back of my throat. And I started choking and, like, coughing everywhere. And then they knocked on my door. (laughs) And I had to go. So I I was a complete mess. And I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. I had to wash my face real quick so I don't have all this weird green powder all over my face. (laughs) But anyway, that's a a story story. for another time. (laughs) Well, Tristan, thanks so much for taking the time to to join on. This is the first... um, actual uh conversation we have on this show so it's awesome to have you and really interesting to hear about your experience so thanks for sharing well thanks so
1: much for having me jamie great
0: and um to all you out there we'll be coming back tomorrow with another episode we'll likely be taking a look at some green varieties so uh, until then take care and have a good monday bye-bye